0: way we wanted been.
1: All right, so we just hit record because we tired of spinning wheels jason told me i was trying to do a production pre-production meeting and jason's like hit the uh, record button because you know so professional we we try to be and jason just yeah anyway we got our buddy from the force of course podcast mr ted beaver sitting in with us ted how you doing today
2: i'm great hello hello thanks for having me
1: hey man Thanks for coming on. Thanks
2: for coming on, Jinx.
1: (laughs) I already got a soda, but
0: (laughs) you have to get me one.
1: Oh, let me call Shannon. (laughs)
0: I'll
1: call Shannon and have her bring you one. Yeah. Ted, what you drinking,
2: man? This is a Bell's Hop Slam. I don't know if that's available down in Atlanta. Probably not. It's a it's a double IPA brewed with honey, so it's got that uh, that IPA bite, but it's a little sweet too. It's ten percent. It's a it's a doozy.
1: I love a good ten percent, man.
2: Yeah, the big ones. That's that's where I'm at.
1: Yeah, yeah. I love. I'll go to a bar and the guy's like, oh, "That's like an eight and a half, nine percent." I'm like, "Just bring it, dude." That means I only <laughs> have to have one and I'll be good. Right.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm thinking long game here.
1: Yes. I bet Jason, you're drinking an apple cider. How'd you know? Because <laughs> that's all. you That's all. Everything. That's nice. all I drink. That's Angry all you orchard. drink.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: I'm drinking my seasonal Mardi Gras Bach by... Mardi
2: Gras. That's a good Abita. one. Yeah. Yeah. Abita. Good stuff.
1: So What I is never, it? It's a Mardi Gras Bach by Abita. Oh, okay. So when it comes to Mardi Gras time, I'll buy a case of it because you can only get it at Mardi Gras time.
2: Which mm-hmm. Yeah. Mardi Gras time. Abita, that's from your uh, your hometown About roundabout, isn't it? Yep. It's
1: a New Orleans brew. I don't nice. know. Yeah. I don't know what part of New Orleans, but Just say New Orleans.
2: The hot part.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's always (laughs) hot down there. (laughs) How's your week's going?
2: I'm not ready for
0: Monday. (laughs) No, one is. Yeah, right. I'm not ready. This weekend flew by so fast. I was out at uh, Rich and Dave's place yesterday. We were packing more books, Jerry and I, for that Vintage Collection Archive thing. We were there for about eight hours.
2: Jeez,
0: we packed 150 books but we took an hour to um so i can interview them for the uh, podcast and learn a lot about the book and i get home and i come to find out my camera crapped out 30 minutes into the conversation so i have half of a conversation now. <sighs> i was kicking myself and i told rich and he's like well dave's coming back out because we have they they made slip cases to go with the book but come to find out the slip cases were opened each slip case was opened in china's for customs and they wanted to see what was inside the slip case and i was joking around well you know blue milk is known as the new drug in the state so you gotta <laughs> you gotta stop that
1: so Jeez. so um, what was the like the box? like the, it's a, a hard slip case and they had to open each box
0: yeah they open each slip case to make sure there was nothing in it and it's a new company blue milk so you know, they were just doing their due diligence, I guess, on their end to make sure that nothing was getting through customs. And and so it delayed everything even more. Like, that's the last thing these guys need is further delays. But Damn. the slip cases are coming and, and they're going to sh- ship those out separately. And Dave's been, he lives in Vancouver. He's been out here for two weeks to help package books. They went, they did like over a thousand Kickstarter books in the past week, shipping those out. Wow um uh, but there's a lot of people who ordered slipcases and they were trying to hold those books until the slipcases came in so he's coming back sometime in february and i'm going to go over there with like three different sources of recording three different pieces of technology <laughs> yeah that thing <laughs> you sure need a TAS <laughs> does that have an input like i can plug in a, a wireless mic
1: yeah or a yeah you, it's got one
0: there you go yeah i might do that i don't there's know if will test peop-
1: it yeah there's a lot of people that use them for uh like lavalier mics and they'll yeah. we'll do a lavalier and then they'll run all different audios, you know, audio I video. Do,
0: I might do that. Normally I'd be on top of it and, and know that my camera's malfunctioned, but I was working and doing the books and multitasking and I had no eyes on the camera and come to find out that it just wasn't working. They had so many good stories to tell. So I've, I wrote down all the questions that I asked, all the questions Jerry asked. Um, I'm going to try to duplicate that and we'll, we'll get that out. There's a lot of, like I said, great stories. and
2: uh, That's rough because it's hard to get that lightning back in the bottle. Right.
0: Yeah. I was so deflated. I'm like, shoot, I messed up. <laughs> you almost said a cuss word. I didn't, though. <laughs> I stopped myself, dang, <laughs> Farrick. But as far as uh, uh, collecting this week, I did get my Mando crease. Uh, what was it? The Mandalorian on the, the planet crease, the ice planet, uh-huh. the vintage collection. It came in a, in a bubble-wrapped bag. So naturally, it's creased. Right. The Mando's it's per- creased. That's perfect
1: for you because you, you're such a big opener, right?
0: Right. Exactly. And then yeah. I, I got a Bo-Katan quill on one day. The next day, I got the Mithral. And then wow. Quill, and I'm like, did I do it again? In order two <laughs> figures. And then I remembered that no, I I ordered a second one to go with the Razor Crest. So when that comes, I'll have Mando, the child, and uh, Quill to go with that.
2: Nice. So the Razor Quest Razor Crest is supposedly going to start shipping this week, if if what I heard is right. Really? Yeah.
0: I better call AFA. Better <laughs> get them ready.
2: <laughs> yeah, they said the
1: 21st. Well, which was two days ago that they yeah. wanted to. Uh, addresses right double check your addresses so maybe we'll see
0: um yeah it was yeah and uh, there's so much to say i can't really say well say it (laughs) the vintage collection can you hear me okay i'm playing with my mic settings how does that sound it sounds fine all right sorry um, the vintage collection. And this is something we've kind of known because Hasbro's said that they're going to move to plastic-less, plastic-free packaging. Yeah. Um, that's probably like another year or so before that happens, which means the vintage collection line is going to end. Ouch. Oh. As we know it, it's going to be different. Right. And so it's like prices from vintage collection 1.0 have skyrocketed. So I can only imagine what's gonna happen with 2.0, and there's a there's only one figure from 2.0 that I need, and it's the rogue squadron, rogue tanks leader, lieutenant, something or other. He's like a hundred bucks right now. But oh, if I don't gosh. get him now, he's gonna be like Ahsoka because right. he's the tough one to get. He's gonna be seven hundred bucks.
2: Right. That sucks, dude.
0: That's rough. Yeah.
1: And you don't know what kind of packaging they're gonna bring it to?
0: No. I mean it's it could be a box. Like my fear is it's gonna be like the white boxes that they're shipping these these uh build troop builder troops packs. Right. I just don't know. That's my fear because it's all without plastic. Inside when you open it up, they've the figures have kind of been wrapped in paper. They're not even like in baggies.
2: That's so weird. That is so weird.
0: (laughs) So maybe that's the point you I dip out.
2: Yeah. Well, I
1: mean if you're Looking for an aesthetic, and then that aesthetic's gone. Why stay with it?
0: Right. If I can't see the figure and I don't open it, why buy it?
1: Right. Well, it's the same way with the Black Series. You could tell where they're going with the the new Boba Fett that's getting ready to come out. Yeah. <laughs> so ugly. Yeah. <laughs> but it's Boba Fett. We're you talking packaging, though.
0: Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. What'd you get?
1: I haven't. Well, I'm aggravated right now because I found. Um, I don't know if you remember me telling you about the Burger King glasses that I got the with the tulip with the sting the yeah whatever. Well, I made a deal with the guy that I got them from. Hey, you know, instead of getting money, he wanted the first run of glasses. So I'm like, yeah, I'll find them for you. But I found them on Macari, and they should have shipped like two or three days ago. And the dude hasn't shipped them yet. So I don't. I'm aggravated.
0: Do they exist?
1: They better exist. Well, Macari, the thing with Macari is they give you three days to ship it and then you, they don't release the money until you, then once you receive it, you have three days to tell them you've got it. Okay. So once you approve it, then they'll release the money. So if there's, I've had issues with them where like something returned gets damaged and then we both get our money back. The guy gets to keep the product. As long as you ship it through Macari, you know, approved, Mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah, I'm kind of aggravated. That should have showed up already. but And then Craigslist sucks, but I'm trying to get a piece of music equipment off this guy from Craigslist, and I've been emailing him, and he just refuses to reply. So I don't know what the deal is. But that's my week, just being frustrated. And just I have no patience, so I'm waiting for stuff to happen and hasn't happened yet because people are idiots. And I just get very pissed off
0: and aggravated good to know craigslist still exists
1: (laughs) that's what i one of my buddies i'm like dude this freaking craigslist thing and he's like who the hell still use craigslist so this guy that lives 10 minutes from me that i want to go pick up this amp from and
2: he just refuses to reply to my emails
0: how about you ted any pickups this week
2: the only thing i picked up the star wars sign from marshalls it's like behind you over your left shoulder jason oh yeah yeah, I have one. I got one for Christmas for the house, but then I I found one. My wife was looking for something at Marshalls and she saw it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, for the office." Definitely yeah. sure. So if that was it. Everything else is on pre order forever and ever. So, and I think I just have one of each. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what um, somebody was talking about. Uh, the Black K, the the Wookie from the this week's or the man, you know, Book of Boba Fett. Everybody was like, "When are they going to release that that figure?" And I'm like, let's see. They released Cobb Vant the year after they announced mm-hmm. it, and it's a yet another year before we get it. So
0: 18 months it- from now, we'll get it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. 18 months to a year, <laughs> two years, we'll, we'll get the yeah. big, you know, Black K figure.
2: Does it this way? You can pre order it next Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Most likely.
1: And then it'll come in next Christmas, the Christmas no, after yeah. that. <laughs> but uh, speaking of, you know, we're kind of on the Hasbro kick. I just. The, the, the uh, Rancor with the Book of Boba Fett coming out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Do you think if they would have held it back until they so you know, showed it on the Book of Boba Fett that they would have, you know, reached the gold? It would have funded. I mean, it's and just- would they Lucasfilm not be smart enough to go wait two months before you start this campaign?
0: Yeah, there's two dif- different issues there in my mind. One. Like you were saying, if they waited two months, two, why didn't Lucasfilm tell them to wait two months? Right. Unless because it's a different rancor. It's it not Java's rancor.
2: I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> a rancor is a rancor. Right. It, to me, I mean, I know what you're saying, but a rancor to rank. A rancor is a rancor to me. I still think they should have handled it differently as far as the tiers, but they could have gone instead of the repack Gamorrean, they could have gone with maybe the, the two new Gamorreans. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know.
0: Well, that's the big question. Why didn't they include the Raincore Keeper from the start? Right. I mean, if- Kenner went out of their way to make the Raincore Keeper because they were making the Raincore. So you put them side by side. That's not the character anybody was clamoring for.
2: No. <laughs> no.
1: If I want a big, no. fat, shirtless guy, all I got to do is look at the mirror.
0: Same. <laughs> Same. They can make action figures of you guys and put it with the Rancor. Yes, yes. in action <laughs> figures, right? But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's and, a good question, but yeah. it, it, if they were going to do tiers similar to what they did, two months wouldn't have made a difference, right? They're but not you would have, make good.
1: But but the Rancor would have been front of mind for everybody, or top
2: of mind, right? Yeah, they might have gotten more people that weren't as deep into original trilogy and they're more into book of boba fett maybe if that's a possibility i don't know how that would work but maybe they'd pick up a couple extra orders that way
0: we got what three episodes left yes boba fett promised to ride that thing he's mm-hmm. going to ride it they could have repackaged boba fett riding that thing yep. and <laughs> yeah would have sold
2: mm-hmm. yep one tier instead of cave garbage could have been a saddle yeah popcorn
1: everybody would have been like what's the saddle for then you would have seen book of boba fett and be like holy crap oh whoa (laughs) wait a minute
0: (laughs) yeah it's a great question i don't know i don't have answers they they botched it oh yeah yeah they dropped the ball well
1: yeah you've got a lot you've got that they could have waited two three more months and they had the the uh ecto plaque or the proton pack which would blew everything away and then you had gi joe that that uh ship which they the jet that they did just incredible work with i thought
0: yeah of pushing so that. much detail so yeah. much detail on that thing while we're talking has a lab real quick yes blue sky thinking here oh what would be the most you would pay for an item and what would that item be Whew. I know I should have asked that question before, so you got more time to think about it. But
1: um, just I would pay f- probably five hundred for a ghost if it came with mm-hmm. the, all the if it came with the crew.
0: Okay, nice. That's that's probably about fair for that yeah. that product.
1: I would pay if it came with all the crew. I'd probably push it to six or seven if it had redone figures to go match the, the ghost and it had a phantom yeah yeah you're you're hitting me in a soft spot
2: scale wise do you think that's bigger than the razor crest probably yeah a little
0: i bit. think it's about falcon size okay yeah okay. it'd have to be the 500 it's good
2: yeah five hundred's good i would uh i'd love to go back in time and pay 500 dollars for a sail barge yeah <laughs> man still kick myself for that one uh you can
1: yeah. They I think they did that sale barge right though and I think a lot of, yeah. I I think a lot of people are going to be kicking themselves with the Razor Crest because I know a lot of people got together and bought several Razor Crests mm-hmm. as an investment and you're not going to be able to sell them like you can that sale barge.
2: Yeah. So with, thinking about that is if it were a HasLab product how much would you gentlemen pay for a Death Star playset? How detailed is that Death Star playset? Oh. It would, and we're spitballing here, it would include every feature from the original.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but in an incredible detail and probably twice the size. So you'd add you'd be able to add in more. Mm-hmm.
0: So twice the size as as the, the, as the original
2: no, as the original playset. So the original was like so three or say, four foot.
0: I'm just yeah. trying to factor in things here. So Twice the play set is maybe about the same size as the sale barge. So you asking like five hundred bucks?
2: Yeah. Wow. Oh, I would I'd be willing to pay more than that for the Death Star. I don't know why. That was it my would... favorite play set as a kid. So would you, would that, you pay be a done.
0: thousand a thousand dollars for the play set for our Death Star playset?
2: I would need to see the tears. Yeah. <laughs> I would I would do 750 for it.
0: 750 Yeah. I would do So What if it was I'm just Blue sky thinking again, Whoa. modular so that you could Ooh. take rooms out <laughs> oh. and put it on a shelf or or take it back and put it back in the death star. So you could have different areas of your room with that death star playset, or you can just put it all together in the corner of your room. That's Would you cool. spend a thousand dollars on that? Do you have one? Is that <laughs> what you're asking? No, I'm just blue sky thinking. Uh, I, yeah, I might. I might.
1: Yeah, you'd be getting, it would depend on if I had the $1,000 that I could spend on it at the time.
2: I think one, I think the final tier would have to be like a, a 10 pack of Stormtroopers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Something, I, well, what about vehicles?
2: Oh, shoot.
0: Because um, they could easily repack TIE, tie Fighters or Darth Vader's yep. TIE Fighter. Mm-hmm. Oh, a hangar would be a cool section. Oh, that would be man. a nice section. Something we haven't seen before. Then
1: you'd really know how big that thing was if it had a hangar mm-hmm. big enough for a Tie Fighter. That thing would be huge.
0: Or even the what? Imperial um, Imperial shuttle? shuttle.
1: Damn, it'd be twice as big. It'd be yeah. even bigger with that a shuttle. There's bay.
0: no way they can make something that big.
1: No, I could see them having like a a pad or like a piece of cardboard or something that came out that would act as a landing yeah. pad.
2: But, and instead of the gun we, around the top, we got to go Return of the Jedi and put the throne room in there. Yeah, yeah, definitely, absolutely. Because
1: that, yeah, on the original, that gun gun just didn't make any sense.
0: It's just open air.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, I would
0: imagine it's the tie uh, X wings flying around it, and you're moving the the, sh- <laughs> the gun and stuff. Right yeah.
1: now, now, what if it was modeled after the micro collection one? Then you've got a winner. I'm out. You're out?
0: <laughs> I don't need that.
1: <laughs> but you've you've seen the micro collection one and how detailed that one is. Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine them making a bigger version of that full size, you know, three and three quarter version of that?
0: I guess I need to see it again.
1: Yeah. Cause you're already at, you know, three, four hundred bucks for that fig for that in the micro collection size. If you find it.
0: <clears throat> how how much would you pay for a Cantina playset with a r- removable roof? So you can put it on and then it would be, wow.
1: There you're talking. Yeah. Five, 600 bucks. Cause
0: yeah. Easy. I I think I got one more. I got one. Go ahead. I (laughs) I, I
1: think 500 is, is a sweet spot for Hazlap and you've got, if you're going to sell it for 500, it better damn well be worth it. Like the, the cantina and I can, the sail barge was perfect for 500 bucks.
2: Yeah, and the cantina would be roughly the same size as the sail barge, I would think. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Um, I guess the last one would be Jabba's throne room because, a, they have that that whatever you want to call it, where they've already made part of that that playset with Han Solo kind of being in carbonite. Yeah. So they have that. They have the sail barge with the book of Boba using that room. I think that would be a good candidate for. For lab how much would you pay for that like 350
2: it depends on is it just that room or is it like I i've guess. seen um have you seen i don't know who does it but someone's doing like a 3d print model of javas palace oh, i did see it yeah it's massive it's incredible yeah so that would that would be nice but to see one done by has would certainly be more detailed i'm sure and you'd finally get Jabba's, uh, or not Jabba's, you'd get Boba's tanning bed. You can put that up there, too. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> yeah. Up there in the loft. How does he get down? How would Jabba get down from that room? To There's no throne? way he ever used that room. Thin stairs. Right. There has to be an elevator or something.
1: Yeah. He stayed on that throne, man. That's all he did.
0: Yeah. That's true. We did see him sleeping on it. Mm-hmm. That was Bib Fortuna's room up there. Right. Yeah. Uh, but- yeah I don't know.
1: Yeah, you're you're back in the five or six hundred dollar range, I think. Depending on the well, you to, to add a little bit more salt to the wound, you've got to look at they did the same already did that in San Diego Comic Con, the Fed, the 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 Java throne room in cardboard. And that's right. going for two to three hundred right now.
0: Right. Yeah. Wait, is that the power of the force one?
1: No, the one you bought off of me like two years ago.
0: Oh, that one.
1: Yeah. That's going yeah. for two or 300 right now, and they already did it.
0: That's a weird salacious crime. I know we've mentioned that, but that's a weird looking salacious.
1: Well, would you talk? Are you talking about Black Series? Or are you talking about.
2: Uh, I'm talking
0: about 3.75. I'm 3. skipping Black Series because it's just not going to work. It's too big. Right. The Rancor kind of proved that.
2: Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Do you think there'll ever be a, a Black Series
0: Hazlab project again? Mm. I mean, the TIE Fighter was a failure. Yep. from their eyes, because everything went on clearance. The rain Corps wasn't a success, so at this point, I don't know what to do with Black Series Has Lab.
2: Yeah, they've had two pretty big successes with the the sail barge and the Razor Crest. So, yep. stick with what you know, I guess.
1: Right. Yeah, and I am kicking myself not funding that Razor Crest, but I'm hoping I can <laughs> find one for for like four hundred bucks here soon. Like right after it hits, you know, give it a few months and people going, oh crap, I can't double my money. And they're just going to, yeah. you know, get rid of it.
0: Yeah. With 26,000 out there, you're going to find one. <laughs> it's it's cons- not as rare as the sail barge.
1: Right. Yeah. And then, like I said, I think that's what happened. People saw the sail barge and they said, screw it. I'm going to buy five Razor Crests and keep one. Right. And they're not going to be able to do that.
0: No, there's no FOMO this time around. Right. So, Ted, tell us about yourself. How did you get into podcasting?
2: Uh, A friend and I started a podcast. We wanted to do a radio show years and years ago because we were always the kind of the class clowns, and we finally got around to doing it. And uh, we did that for a while. And it seemed like every conversation I had started to pour into star wars and it got to the point where he was like you know maybe we peel back on the star wars and i was like well how about even better i just do a star wars show on my own and he was like that's probably a great idea so we'll see if it is um i've been doing it for 35 episodes now i'm having fun and that's really all i care about yeah exactly
1: that's how <laughs> we feel about this it's like you know it's great we get people listening but as long as we're having fun with it
2: yeah yeah it's just an outlet so my wife can stop saying stop talking to me about this i don't care about <laughs> han solo's bounty i don't care
0: <laughs> oh that's great
2: yeah so i'm having a good time good time
0: And i love that I... last episode with the irish oh so, yeah. yeah wow
2: super listener sharon i she told me to edit it because that's that little clip was like four and a half minutes and it, you know that's a little long but i couldn't mm-hmm. i couldn't Bring myself to trim out any of that. It was just amazing. Like, it was perfect. She's She's beautiful. Very poetic. Right. Yeah. I'm just afraid people are going to be like, less of Ted and more of her. (laughs) It could happen.
1: No, I wasn't. I mean, not less of Ted and more of her, but I'm listening to that (laughs) being like, I wish I had that passion. I wish I could put my thoughts into words like she did.
2: Right. Oh, I have the best intentions with every episode I start to record and then, you know, a couple of beers and everything's out the window <laughs> right
1: well you so were I'm working like, on your kitchen and your break, so oh yeah.
2: my gosh yeah right oh what a mess i'm so glad that's over uh i have a question for you guys how did you guys meet
0: the club oh, the georgia alliance the star wars collectors
2: okay okay and then what what made you two decide to do a podcast like was was there interest on both sides and then you talked about it and came together was it well, it's funny because
0: glenn was on it with a couple other guys with uh john waterhouse and justin haney and he asked me if i wanted to be on and i just assumed it was as a guest star and i forgot to clarify <laughs> <laughs> and so we were going and then and then he was making plans for next week and i'm like okay i guess this is it now we're doing it <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> i never look back
1: well yeah what their um prototypes and productions david quinn uh, yeah that's another podcast he jason we had done or we had asked david to do a podcast for our virtual so summer social a couple of years ago
0: okay. and jason
1: was on it and jason just brought brought his a game and i'm like that's the guy i need because he knows you know at least the modern stuff you know he knows the modern stuff and he could talk it and i'm like yeah. and next time he hosted a meetup like a month later as like a trial runner and i'm like hey jason let's do this because the other guys were losing interest in, and because and
0: but you didn't say that you said you want to be on the podcast all right sure i'll be a guest yeah sure i didn't say that though i didn't say that but
1: yeah well
0: it all worked out
1: obviously he's enjoying it because we've spent like right a year and a half
2: nice it's fun i like i like the show it's it's like uh hanging out with a couple of friends it's nice it's not like you're not just like bombarding me with news and then going on a rant here there i mean not that you guys don't go on your rants, but they're fun. You're right. Yeah, I like it. If we try.
1: <laughs> it's funny because Jason will go on a rant, and he texts me. And he's like, "I think I went too hard." I'm like, "Dude, you're
2: fine." Yeah. People like that. <laughs> yeah. That's how we. That's how we get to know you. All
0: right. <laughs> Just don't like complaining.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: but I guess you have to because you're on a podcast, and you have right. to have something to say.
2: If you're the way I look at it is if you're saying it, someone else is thinking it. So.
1: Right. Haslab yep. may not friend us. To se- ah, shit, hold on. Haslab may not send <laughs> us any free shit, but we're gonna let them know we exist.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't see that happening.
1: No, I don't see it either. <laughs> it does suck because I'll look at all these podcasters or whatever you know media creators, and they're like, "Look at what Hasbro sent me," and it's this huge box of crap. Right. And it's like, dude, just send me one thing, man, or something.
2: I'd be happy with just the smallest thing. Just a letter saying,
0: hey, we heard your show. We didn't like it, but we heard it. I'd be happy. A postcard. We'll take a postcard. Right,
2: right. Right.
0: You suck, Hasbro. You suck. Yes, we did it.
2: I would frame that damn thing I, right on the wall.
1: It is funny because in the the uh, the like the club, we have the uh, T-Fury or T-shirt Fury or whatever, public site and when we get a cease and assist order from, from uh, Locus film I like print it up and I'm like look we got oh, a cease wow. and assist order Lucas
2: <laughs> that's awesome yeah
0: yeah Disney's paying attention to our stupid small website we that's cool though t-shirts <laughs> <laughs> that's cool we but tried it- to pass along a GASWC but in the Mandalorian font yeah, and they they slammed on the brakes before that thing even went public. Yeah, it really? took like
1: a, an hour or two, and it was gone.
0: Oh, that's frustrating.
1: Yeah, but he also had Jason also put the Mando walking, so it was the full font. And they didn't like nice. that. They also don't like anything with Baby Yoda on it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Cool.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, that answers that question. I'm not going to go into t-shirts. <laughs> Check.
0: It's like Disney, you're good. We're just trying to operate a small club here. Back off, right? (laughs) I'm not after your billions. No, Lightning Lane is taking care of that for us,
1: (laughs) right? (laughs) Jesus, don't get us going on that.
0: Yeah, Hmm. I forgot to ask, did you ever get your Amazon t shirt? The new one? Yeah, the new one. I
1: I have not. Oh, god, I gotta tell a story about that. I totally forgot about it. So I ordered it and I remember I ordered it and I ordered it underneath my mother-in-law's address and I thought I yeah. canceled it. I didn't cancel it. So <laughs> <laughs> so she got a t-shirt, which <laughs> I haven't opened yet. But the thing is, is I canceled it and they were like, just keep the t-shirt. We don't care. I'm like, oh, oh, wow. I'm like probably because the design freaking sucks this month. Cause I have, I've only seen it about that you know you see it about that big and all i can make out was like baby yoda with hearts and i'm like why that's horrible why do i want this oh, t-shirt wow.
0: well i love that amazon doesn't care that you keep the t-shirt and it may it tracks because they don't care if their employees have to go to the bathroom right but or it if is, they
1: drive through somebody's driveway
0: that's true too <laughs> um but no it's it's a horrible t-shirt it's mm-hmm. like a t-shirt you would only wear for a week leading up to valentine's day uh. yeah It's baby Yoda with like a bunch of Valentine candy hearts and stuff. And it's just like that's strike one. If if I get like a St. Patrick's t shirt, I'm out. I I just can't. I'll use it as a sleep shirt because I usually sleep in t shirts. Mm. Yeah. I won't wear it out in public.
1: What do the hearts say? I don't remember. (laughs) Oh my God.
0: I it's just like I'm not wearing this. This is ridiculous.
1: Yeah. This is
2: it says this is the way to my heart. (laughs) I think it does actually. Oh (laughs) Oh my my gosh. That would be funny. (laughs)
1: Wow, that's bad.
0: It is. It's it's not good.
1: (laughs) Uh, You know, you know when you see a thumbnail or something and you're like, that sucks. You know it's bad.
2: Yeah. Glenn. Like the book of mother-in-law to keep it. Huh? Tell your mother-in-law just to keep it. I
1: probably will. She was like, it's (laughs) on the table. You come get it. When and they live five minutes from me, and it's so bad I didn't even drive over to freaking pick Uh. it up. But we had the grandbabies this weekend, and it just getting out with them kind of gets to be a pain in the ass sometimes. Yeah. Mm but yeah, it was a fun time. It's fun playing Star Wars with them. We got a uh, at the AVT yard sale, we got a, a, a f- uh, play play thing with Boba Fett with the helmet. And the- yeah. He wore the hell out of that, man. He wore the gauntlets <laughs> all weekend. He's like, I'm Boba Fett. And I'm like, <laughs> doing something right. And of course, they're all like, baby Yoda, baby Yoda. I'm like, that's Yoda. Well, look at, he's got old hair. I'm like, because it's Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff, yeah, but yeah, I, I love you know, and of course, and then we started rewatching Mandalorian because he's like, I want to watch Mandalorian, so we oh, started nice. rewatching. I watched the first two episodes and I was like, damn, they put a lot of stuff in these first two episodes,
0: yeah, yeah. The Mandalorian is a good show, yeah, yeah. Turns out, turns out, Book of Boba Fett's getting better,
1: yeah, amen. Uh, About time, right? Jeez, it I only knew it took
0: half the season. <laughs> Well, we'll get to the breakdown in a minute, but I'm wondering what you think about the, uh, the way that they kind of broke up the timeline with the flashbacks in the back to tank. Would it have been better or more enjoyable if the first two episodes was him getting out of the Sarlacc? Oh, I almost knocked over my drink. Him getting out of the Sarlacc and then rising to power and then everything that's happening, on, happening in the modern day. Would it have been easier to access the show? It's a good question. I
2: I enjoyed the Tuscan stuff. Um, it did slow the pacing down for me, but I still liked seeing it. <sighs> yeah, and I that's think a- we
0: get rewarded in episode four for all that stuff that we watched in the the Tuskens, yeah. But I'm just.
2: Do you think it's over?
0: Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're done with that.
2: Yeah. You don't think you don't think it'll pay off at all? Like a, he's fully Tuskens healed. Come to us. I know, but you don't think the Tuskins might come to his rescue at some point?
0: I think he can leverage them okay but it depends if those tuscans talk to other tuscans right or if he was just part of that one tribe like they had a big
2: like winter meetup <laughs> <laughs> because tuscan you, alliance
0: of star yeah. wars likers
1: because you never saw the warrior
2: right yeah the queen or the princess whatever she was she was high up
1: right you, well you don't know what she a, i mean i know that was a stunt lady but obviously yeah. you know they never said what she, if it was man or woman but Right. You know, a really skinny man or a lady you didn't know, but you never <laughs> saw him burn her like they did. He did everybody else.
2: And we didn't see the kid either, right? Not that they would show that, but we have
0: would... the stick. He threw the stick into the fire. Oh, uh, yeah. That's probably some closure right there. Okay. So, yeah. yeah,
1: you'd assume that the kid's gone.
0: Yeah. So maybe
2: I, don't know. I was she'll just come wondering with... that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think there's a chance that we see other flashbacks? No. Yeah,
1: Nothing. I think I think the flashback. I think with the droid saying you're 100% healed, I think that was a door closing, the door closing on yep. flashback.
0: Yeah,
2: It kind of felt like it.
0: And they also kind of cut back to the end credits of season 2 of Mandalorian where you see Boba Fett taking the throne and they play the music and then they kind of cut to that droid saying you're healed and I I feel like now we're now we're caught up. We're good. Yeah, we're up to forward. date.
1: Right. G- getting back to your hmm. question, I think it would have been I think they needed to set the pace and being like, okay, well, this is where we are, but then we're going to do flashbacks. I get, you know, cause if they would have started off with the Tuscan thing, I think people would have got, it would have lost a lot of people to begin with.
0: It'd be interesting to see a cut where they, they do it sequentially and they just cut out all the back to stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like Topher Grace, you hear those rumors that he recut the prequels into one movie. Yeah. It'd be cool I would to, love see. to see that. Yeah. It'd be cool to see uh, just like the book of Boba Fett cut. linearly. linear, linearly, literally. We're going to go with yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> I'm looking forward to when it's over, I can at least binge watch two or three episodes and, you know, maybe not watch the binge, watch the whole thing at once, but can watch it two or three at a time and, yeah. you know, let my mind process it.
0: That's the other thing. We, we can't binge watch it. We have to wait for the next episode. And, Even if we didn't like episode one, we'd be able to just go right into episode two. Mm -hmm. And then we'd just go into episode three. And then finally, episode four would come in an hour four and be like, oh, this is getting good. Right. We don't have to wait four weeks to say it's finally getting good, in our opinion. You know? Yeah. That experience is different.
1: Right. I mean, why does Disney do it that way versus releasing them all at once? So you have that
2: power. You could do that. But do you have the control to wait until week seven to watch them all? Right. Would you be able to do that ever? No. I, yeah, no. I not You have Just to stay off of social spoiled. media. Oh, yeah. You'd have to stay away from everything except the toy aisles because you got two years to catch up there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: Yeah. I don't, I, I wake up at 5 a.m. and watch it. I mean, I'm, I'm right. up at 5 a.m. anyway, but I watch it before I go. Normally, I come down here and play on the computer for 45 minutes. Instead, I'm, I'm watching B- Book of Boba because I don't want it spoiled. Right. Same. But like it, it it just sucks because I know I keep hawking back to Hawkeye and like WandaVision and stuff. None of that stuff was spoiled. I mean, now granted, I'm not in the Marvel things. I'm not in the, you know, on Facebook like I am with Star Wars, but I can watch that in the evening and be fine.
2: I I think there's more, I don't know. I don't want to like bash on Star Wars fandom, but I think Marvel, there's a more respectful culture in their fandom sometimes. I think some people will spoil something
0: Star Wars just to do it. Yeah, there's, yeah. I mean, Marvel's been teaching tolerance for years. Years, yeah. Star Wars really hasn't. And and it's also not a spoiler culture. I mean, Empire Strikes Back aside, there hasn't been that many things that have been spoil worthy. Not until The Mandalorian came out. Right. Because typically everybody True. would see it that opening weekend. we all yeah. be on the same page. I don't know. I'm just pulling things out of my arse.
2: How was Maul coming back in the Clone Wars? How was that revealed? Was there ever like hints beforehand? Do you know? Do you remember? Yeah, the season
0: before the Night Sisters were looking in like a crystal ball kind of thing. And you kind of see Darth Maul in the ball. Okay. That was the season before. And it was just kind of like, ooh, does that mean Darth Maul is coming back? And then then the next season he came back. Gotcha. There's some hints.
2: That would have been kind of the closest spoiler worthy moment I could think of.
0: Yeah, I should go back and watch some of those yeah. arcs in the Clone Wars. That Mortis trilogy is one yeah. of the best. It's wild.
1: That's the one with the father and daughter. Yeah,
0: and even end. even the last season with the um, the Siege of Mandal- Mandalore, that <sighs> needs to be rewatched too. That
1: Absolutely. was the best lightsaber fight in all of Star Wars.
0: Yeah, they really went out with a bang with
2: that show. Mm-hmm. Do you think Mortis is something they'll ever attempt in live action? You'll ever see any of that? No.
0: If Maybe it, it's, Filoni. It's, mm-hmm. Maybe with Ahsoka, he goes there, but I don't think so. I think that's more of an uh, Anakin Skywalker thing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I, there's so much to explain to like the casual fans. Yeah. I think that would be hard.
1: I have a feeling in Ahsoka, we're going to see the time travel world between worlds shit that jason's just pissed off about but (laughs) if they do that in ahsoka they're at least going to show the the, that whole mortis thing because he's in the thing you know that's the whole the artwork is him in that so they're gonna you're gonna see it i think we're gonna see it in ahsoka
0: oh boy No. no i don't need a multiverse
2: in star wars yeah like i I said
0: lego did that with their holiday special and it was cute and fun but i don't want that in real right stay away from that that could make things messy
1: right i don't think they i don't know i don't think they're gonna do a multiverse but
0: you don't know so we'll get we'll get into the book of boba fett in just a second i do want to ask ted you you live in cincinnati Yes. So have you ever heard stories from friends or anything like that of people who found epic finds at flea markets or toy stores where they've got the first shot or a wax sculpt? They just stumble upon a Kenner something that's one of a kind.
2: Probably the coolest story I'm aware of is I went to high school with a guy named Darren and his grandfather worked for Kenner. And Darren, I, I think Darren, I know Darren was aware of that. But what I don't think he was aware of is that when he left, his grandfather passed away and left his house to Darren, exactly how much Star Wars stuff was in the basement. Mm. He was able to take all that and create his own brick and mortar store called the Earth Entertainment oh, Wow! Ball. And now it, now it's an online entity. But yeah, there was a store and he eventually he did, when he sold enough of his stuff, he did a consignment store. So you could take your stuff in there and sell it. It was amazing. And at one point he even had the Taco Bell Humvee with Darth Vader on the hood oh wow yeah that parked right in the front it was amazing so that was i don't know if i can call that a find yeah but that's a pretty incredible story and that's the,
0: the er- thing go ahead go on.
2: no the earth is legendary yeah but see that's funny because all this stuff happens in cincinnati that people outside of the town they're like oh that's legendary yeah and we're just like oh yeah i remember that i used to go there every couple of days and
1: <laughs> well, and it's it it, it's the truth, though, because when I was up there and you're talking to people, it's the same thing. They're like, yeah, we went to school. We were bombarded with Star Wars. Santa yeah. Claus, when he'd come to school and he had a hat sack full of toys, it was Star Wars. And we'd go, yeah, ah, yeah great. And throw it, you know, throw in it in with the rest school, of the crap.
2: They took us on a field trip to Kenner in grade school. And you got to pick a, a figure in a, ba- a bag figure. It was <sighs> Leia or um, I think it was Chewbacca. Wow. And I, I grabbed a Leia because I didn't have one yet. And right. everyone looked at me like I was crazy. Like, why is, that, why is that guy picking a Leia? Like, I don't have one yet.
1: Right. Jesus. And, and to think if you would have left it in a bag, it'd be worth hundreds of dollars.
2: You know I opened my toys. Yeah, I know you do.
0: <laughs> I would have too at that age. Yeah. Right?
1: But that's that's the stories you hear from everybody up there. I love Cincinnati. Uh, and and um, shit. But I was talking to one of the vendors, one of the big vendors up there. And he's yeah. like, I need to get out of Cincinnati because I bring this much Star Wars stuff. And everybody's seen it
2: yeah yeah you know, he's
1: like, he's asking he's like what shows are down in atlanta and i'm like if you bring this shit to atlanta Toy-lanta. you're gonna sell out
2: yeah. right what was the show with jordan hambro um, toy, toy hunter toy hunter yes so he came to cincinnati and got a rocket firing boba fett prototype Yep. from a guy that his sto- he had a comic store across the street from the earth basically and mm-hmm. i used to go there all the time like I was when we were watching that show. I told my wife, was, "There's a good chance we're in the back of the store while they're filming this because I was wow. always just digging through the comics back there." Yeah,
0: I didn't even know he had one. Did yes. he really have it, or was that set up? Because I'm not accusing he, anybody of anything. I'm just saying sometimes in those shows, I asked him. Okay. He
2: basically he was a middleman. That makes okay. sense. Yeah, he was yeah. a middleman, so he knew the guy that had it, and he got a small fee for carrying out the transaction making it happen i guess but
0: still cool still cool still awesome yeah yeah definitely yeah that's a different world i can't imagine growing up in cincinnati and just (laughs) star wars being just part of the noise like yeah just whatever yeah Yeah. it's just everywhere tripping over it (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's the freaking truth man
2: (laughs) it doesn't uh, yeah it just doesn't feel that way to me it's funny
1: yeah no, I, I since I mean I know I've I've parked about Cincinnati enough, but it's it's just a badass town. It just to be in that that history of, of Kenner Yeah. It it's awesome.
2: It's neat. It's neat. I would love to see like a, a museum go up in that building. That would yeah. be pretty cool. I know there's
0: room. <laughs> <laughs> is it mostly empty
2: now? Uh from what I hear, a lot of it is, yeah. Dang. That would be
1: amazing if they did that.
0: That would be amazing if even if they did a pop-up museum on the floor they made the toy
1: yeah oh that would be cool Hmm. yeah just to get up to go in there wow
2: i saw you guys were uh you had your pictures taken in front of the mural
0: yeah yeah do you (laughs) laugh at people when you see that
2: no because i i love it that mural just it it hits all the heartstrings it's amazing i wish more like the city's full of murals um like that but not like that i wish there were more like star wars and, and toys of the 70s and 80s yeah
1: yeah it's i don't know if you fun. i don't know if you heard the story of that but i was in town and jason's yeah. like i'm going up north and i'll be in cincinnati for like a half an hour <laughs>
0: so we wait, wait 20 minutes 20 minutes i was on it schedule was that
1: fast it was that we were Ooh. in the middle of a transaction at earth to kentucky in kentucky and i looked yeah. at the lady and i went I've got to go meet a buddy. We'll be back in a half an hour. And she was just like, Oh shit, you've got hundreds of dollars worth of crap on my counter and you're just going to walk away in the middle of (laughs) I didn't know
0: that. (laughs)
2: Yeah. She's like, This guy's backing out of the sale. (laughs)
1: Right. I'm like, No, we will be back. So we went and met up with Jason and then went right back and finished. Yeah. But then Jason was like, His son was like, I need Panera.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was my daughter. My yeah. daughter, or whatever. We're factual like... on the show. It was my daughter. <laughs>
1: okay,
2: okay.
0: That's funny. She, she thinks with her stomach.
1: Yeah. Well, I do too. So I don't
2: feel same. Too yeah. Yeah. The next time you guys are in town, we need to do something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was so upset. I came to Atlanta, not realizing I was nowhere near where you guys are. No. I was nowhere near Atlanta when I ended up where I was. <laughs> Good lord.
1: You weren't. Yeah. You were in Stone Mountain.
2: And they wouldn't let us off the the resort like for four days i was stuck there didn't really? get to see anything except her the hotel which was nice but still now were you in like stone mountain
1: park or just near stone mountain? yeah yeah it was in the park because do you watch ozarks yeah that the riverboat is in stone mountain park i just found that out me? this
2: weekend no oh that would have been cool to see <laughs> <laughs> now i gotta go back right
1: i live yeah. we i live a mile from blue cat the blue cat lounge is like right down the street from my house oh that's awesome huh yeah yeah it's it's, it's just weird because it's that that show shot all over here and you're like that's not the ozarks that's lake Lanier. look at all them <laughs> damn pine trees <laughs> that's funny huh.
2: i did not know that
1: yeah but no, definitely we do. I mean, I know um, I am planning on going up there in October, me and the wife, because uh, the Xenia show and the Cincinnati show right now are on the same weekend.
2: Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> that's what everybody keeps saying. One's oh. going to be on Saturday. One's going to be on Sunday. So I'm like, it's great for me because I get to squeeze it in a weekend, <laughs> but it's going to suck for, for the vendors.
2: Yeah, that's a rough one. Yeah, it's Xena. Xenia. Yeah, it's, a, it's north of here. What is that? It's just a town.
0: Uh, yeah, but they've got some most cool famous shops. for tornadoes back in the 70s yeah.
1: <laughs> there's a cool shop called route 68 up there
0: hmm. is it on route 68 no i don't know no so it's just a clever name no i have no idea oh, okay yeah. you've never <laughs>
1: been up there
2: no i mean i've you, been to xenia but i haven't been to the, that shop it's a cool shop because they've got
1: they own the two shops or two storefronts one is the guy owns it and it's all of his stuff and then the other one a couple of doors down is all consignment stuff so it's like a a flea market yeah and it's yeah it's got some killer stuff it's it's you know if you're ever bored and can kill a, a day go run up there
0: it's route 68
1: yeah route 68 toys
0: writing it down all right should we get into the book of boba fett yeah why not is there something else? <laughs> no. <Why
1: not? laughs> we could shit, We're here. I guess we shit should for another hour, man. <laughs> We're just having a good time.
0: All right, fine. I'll let it go.
1: No, let's get a book above it, man. No, <laughs> no, let's get no, a book above Have you found anything? Any, you haven't found anything cool. wandering around the streets of Cincinnati. Have you?
2: What do you mean? Like, like people? No. wandering like around? Just, Oh, just like random finds. Yeah. Uh, a hollow tube Tuscan. I saw that at a, a toy show. Um, and I, and I, even this was so long ago, I didn't realize that was a variant. Yeah. I, I just, I looked at it and I was like, well, this one, I don't think mine looks like this. There was something different and I picked mm-hmm. it up and this was uh late nineties. I think I got it for 40 bucks. Wow. And then I saw one in, um, That, uh, oh, smiley's right around the corner from me. I like oh, smiley's. That's a good place. She she had one uh, just a few weeks ago. She had one for like 400, I think. I was like, oh,
1: you got to know what you're buying when you go into that place because she likes her stuff.
2: Yeah. 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 She does.
1: But it's a cool shop. All right. Go to Book of Boba Fett, Jason. No, we're just hanging out here.
0: I'm
1: not, but no, yeah, I could talk. Yes. Can we
2: take a break? I haven't watched this episode yet. Uh oh. No, I'm kidding.
1: Oh, I heard your show,
2: man. You talked oh, sorry. about it on Friday. I was guessing. Did I get it right? <laughs> you got it
0: right. That's amazing.
2: I'm a good guesser.
0: Yeah, apparently. All right. right. I'm.
1: Go for it. Do it, Jason.
0: <laughs> Do it. You got it. Do it. All Do right, it. Right. Do it. Book of Boba <laughs> Fett, chapter four, The Gathering Storm, directed by Kevin Tancherion and written by John Favreau, who's written every single episode this season. Hmm. I don't know how he's doing it, except doing for the one that uh, Filoni will direct. Right. Okay. Um, anyways, we see uh, Boba, and he's riding a bantha. He's going to Jabba's palace. He spies on the guards, and he's. What are you laughing at? <laughs> Ted
2: that is his his
0: the slowest Banthas, motive, man. What?
2: <laughs> do it, Ted. Do it. Listen, I'll make this quick. <laughs> he, so we find out that that Boba was with the Tuscans for about five years. It turns yeah. out. So. Yeah. It didn't look like there was five years of content provided to us so i think most of that time was spent writing back and forth on the damn
0: bantha why would you write you th- on that th- how long do you think he was with the bantha uh, excuse me the tuskens <laughs> how long do you think he was without the tuskens
2: i don't know i don't know it's really muddy uh, they're not painting a very clear picture there because it mean- seems pretty quick he gets oh, yeah. between rescued- when the
1: tuskens got burned right. and now
2: yeah, I think they got burned, and then he took he rode the Bantha for a year and a half to Jabba's Palace, and there we are. That's where we pick up. It's just, why are we going so slow? They stole theater bikes. <laughs> he just I think enjoys he's a, the time. Yeah, I think he's
0: been a hermit for two years, just that's, waiting for his moment to strike. That's fair. That's fair.
1: Hmm. I don't uh, think it was two years, but, you know, I, I would give it a few months between when the Banthas, when the Banthas, when the <laughs> Sand people got burnt up and he decided to go after Jabba. Yeah,
2: yeah, probably, probably. That's a big, that's a lofty goal, man, taking down that whole palace.
0: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so. <laughs> so go he's ahead. On a, sorry. He's,
1: on a, he's on a Bantha.
0: He, uh, yeah, he decides it's too heavily guarded, the Jabba's palace, and uh, he decides to just kind of hang out at night. He feeds the Bantha, which doesn't take hours. He, the Bantha's pretty quick to eat. Mm-hmm. Give him some credit what credit's due. <laughs> uh, but he does see some flares off on the horizon, and we hear the, whisk, the whistle from the Mandalorian. And I thought that was cool to see the Mandalorian from a different perspective. Yeah. Right. And uh, he goes to investigate, and it's f- uh, Fennec. If Fennec is uh, dead. Almost, right. you know, he picks her up because he re- he must have recognized who it was because he knows exactly who she is when she kind of wakes up. Yeah, maybe, and he he takes a <laughs> maybe he went through her wallet. What's that? Maybe he went through her uh, wallet.
1: Now I do have one complaint about this. You
0: didn't wear yeah. spurs, uh, right? Yes, uh, I picked up on that. No spurs.
2: Yeah. Why would they do that? I don't know.
0: They made a point to put the spurs in in the Mandalorian.
2: Why? I don't know. Cotton Unless they is.
1: figured out he wasn't having his, he didn't have his armor back yet. True. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we got a Rick on that.
0: Yeah. But he takes her back to Mos Eisley, where there's the mod people. What do they call them? The mods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they modify themselves with droid parts. Hopefully, this is just something contained a Tatooine. I hope it's not a galactic thing. <laughs> the comic books have invaded the entire Star Wars universe. Yeah.
1: I, I think it's going to be more because there's a there's a, a story of Lando running into a guy that's doing that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. Okay. I, I'd be okay with it. I just think that they should look like they're punk rockers from the late '80s. Right. Like it should be, you know, five ten years from '83. Uh huh. Because the '70s heavily inspired, you know, the look of the characters in the original Star Wars. True just push it forward i thought the guys looked too modern yeah okay and that's that i guess that's my only complaint at this point i've accepted it i've moved, moved on i just wish they looked like they were in a used universe and they looked like they were something from the the late 80s yeah that All might
2: right. that aesthetic might fit in on cloud city where everything is nice and clean but on tatooine it just didn't work not for me yeah. and um apparently since you brought up punk rockers the uh biker
1: gang Whose Quadrophedia is where they got I know I said it wrong, but that's where they got the influence from the Biker game.
0: I have no clue what you just said. The
2: that's Who. A, it's an old British. Yeah, it's uh, the Who a, a movie, Wow. It was the Mods so, versus the Rockers, and they had these altered, I guess,
0: Vespas. I don't know.
1: Yeah. But if you oh. look at them, they've got all the mirrors and shit.
0: Right. Yeah. Oh. So it was inspired by something. It just wasn't yes. pulled out of someone's bad idea well i mean two things can be true at once right
1: it could be both i don't know
0: yeah (sighs) too many mirrors (laughs) They look like skittles anyways fennec wait they look like m&ms fennec wakes up they have a brief conversation boba kind of spills his cards sips his cards he shows her her cards use the right analogy there jason she knows he, he knows who she is um I kind of got the sense here that he's been in the desert for years and he's just basically a hermit just waiting for the opportunity to, to get, and I think that's not his first time to Boba uh, to, to Jabba's palace. I was going to say Boba's palace. Yeah. That's not the first time he's been there. I think he goes there quite often just waiting for the right moment and he just never got the right moment to steal a ship.
2: That's a cool take. I like that. Yeah.
1: I could, I would agree with that. The way he said yeah. it, it does feel like that.
2: Puts a lot of longing in into the situation where he's like, man, if I could just get in there and get
0: my ship back, I'd yeah. uh, save so much time riding back and forth. Um, <laughs> I also thought it was interesting in this scene. Fennec doubted the speeder bike gang killed the Tuskens. Yeah. Yeah. And as she said that, they played that theme from Solo, uh, a Star Wars story that. No, 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 no. So I'm not thinking this is connected to Crimson Dawn anymore. I think it's just the Pikes. Yeah. Because whenever that comes up, it's it's related to the Pikes. So I think it's the Pikes played Boba Fett to get rid of the, the, the bikers.
2: I still think we haven't seen the Pikes look as dangerous as they did on the Bad Batch. Like they yeah. looked they didn't do a whole lot in that in that episode, but they looked menacing and people definitely feared them for a reason. Um, in the train raid, like they didn't miss a shot it seemed like so i could definitely see them taking out the tuscans yeah i don't see that biker gang doing it
0: yeah i don't know um yeah because in the bad batch they would clear out a bar like people went running when the pikes came in and i would think if they were when they left that starship everybody would oh god it's the pikes get the hell out of town (laughs) right 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 but I i don't know Maybe on Tatooine, they don't know who the Pikes are. Maybe this is the first time the Pikes very, have yeah, very possible. gone to this planet. But uh, Fennec says it she'll help Boba get a ship. And after that, their debt will be paid. Um, they use like an infl- infiltrator droid, kind of like a co- compacted version of what Darth Maul uses to mm-hmm. get into the palace and kind of scope things out. It determines the layout and the number of people, the guards. Boba Fett's actually able to confirm, yep, that's my ship, it's still there. We do see some more Gamorreans, and I've kind of pinpointed what my issue is with the masks: that the he- the heads are too egg shaped. Okay. Return of the Jedi, the rounder. Yeah. So they just don't look right. Maybe they haven't been fed well. <laughs> their faces have kind of thinned out. I don't know. And every time I see someone cooking, it's like salad. So yeah, that's very <laughs> possible. Yeah. <laughs> but then, yeah, Boba and Fennec decide to to make their move, and and Boba lets the. Uh, the bantha go into the wild to go make quote make baby banthas which is mm-hmm. <laughs> weird that was interesting how,
1: yeah He's how annoying was how annoying was that tongue on that bantha
0: <laughs> i mean if you have a pet you know they like to use their tongues they do
2: <laughs> that was clearly uh not cgi i don't think that was cgi at all no, no I think- and
0: i love the real cre- creature stuff
2: yeah right
1: yeah. It, it was a puppet it, so that's how they were able to get all that stuff going on. I
2: appreciate them going through all that. I wish they'd done puppet um huts, but I, that wasn't practical at all. Right. Yeah. Then those guys really wouldn't have to carry all that weight. <laughs> those poor guys.
1: <laughs> well, how they could have just done the heads, you know, and then CGI'd everything else if they really True. wanted to.
0: And here we start learning some of Boba Fett's motivations. He's tired of working for idiots who are going to get him killed. And he appreciates... Aren't we all? Mm. Yeah. And he appreciates, what kind of line of work are you in again? Um, Tell me you're not self-employed Glenn.
2: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. The, the Tuskins take him in and they made him part of this, of a tribe. And I think he felt good knowing that he was associated with something, something meaningful, some, something that um, was really committed to the, to his development. And I think <laughs> he appreciated that. Yeah. But then the infiltrator droid returns and they see the slave one still in the hangar, but there's too many guards. So they decide to time things out and they go in by the side door by melting bars and they sneak through the kitchen where I think this is EV 99. I think what we saw in the Mandalorian is a droid like it, but it's not EV 99. Did they in this one? They put Sue Chef Droid,
2: but in the Mandalorian, when he spoke, they—I think they put EV99. I'm—I'm I'm not sure. I'd have to go back and look. But in this one, I would think that they would oh. put EV99, but they said Sue
0: Chef Droid. Oh, it was the uh, the um, closed caption. Yeah, yeah. So maybe it's not.
2: I don't know. How many of those could there be around in that palace?
0: I thought this. Yeah, I thought this character sounded more like EV99 than Mark Hamill did on the Mandalorian. Same. Yeah. It was just too perfect for Mm -hmm. It was too similar to Return of the Jedi. I think it's got to be him then.
1: Right. Or her.
0: Or her, yeah. But I did love that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I did love the uh, six-armed droid with the butcher knives kind of coming out like General Grievous. Hello. Boba Fett.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And that was was kind of like a... That was like an Indiana Jones thing where it had the swordsman yeah. and he just pulled the gun. Then just takes him out, takes his head yep. off. Yeah. cuts his head head awesome. Off into the salad. <laughs> into the salad.
1: That's what you get for giving me salad.
2: <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why the all these guards time. are so skinny. <laughs> and then there was that little, it was fun and light. It was that little, that little robot looking droid. Yeah. Running through the kitchen. A show like this, you can have moments like that, but if right. it was a movie, that would have been cut out. Right, you would think. You would think, yeah. yeah. Now,
1: have we seen that droid before, or is it just a thing, a rip off of the space uh, uh, space science theater three thousand or whatever? Isn't
2: that we've seen versions of him in the Clone Wars? I thought, yeah, science I was fiction say episode theater. one. It's an LEP droid or an L A P droid. I don't remember which. But I know your stuff. Sure. Do I? Do I? You sure about that? I should have a podcast.
1: <laughs> but only make it 20 minutes, man. So, yeah, right, right.
0: Because I make only know that size. much stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was all practical effects, too. Yeah. yeah. Really cool. Really cool stuff. Yeah. But they find Slave One and they have this whole breakout scene. One of the uh, Gamorrean guards has the Kenner axe in his hand, which is a cool yes. little nod. I like those little nods. Mm-hmm. Um. And that was weird that Kenner made that that axe when it wasn't used in the movie. Right. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I digress. Um, where do I leave off? Oh, an alarm is sounded and more guards come out, so Boba tries to get his ship to take off, and he can't because he's stuck in the hangar. He can't see anything. He starts making a three-point turn, and he dings the bottom end of his fire-spray-class ship. <laughs> and then uh, Fennec... Knows how the door works; that it's got a uh, counterweight to it, and she uses her assassin skills, and she assassinates the chain. Ooh. The door slides open, and they take off. And uh, I love that shot of Slave One taking off from the palace at at sunrise. I thought that was awesome. And yeah, it was just a great shot. And the the audio, just the sound of the ship, is so iconic. Yeah, it's beautiful. But I felt like that was a shot that could have been in Return of the Jedi. Like it was just perfect. Yeah. And then the first thing that uh, Boba does is he goes out into the desert and he just blows up that biker gang That's for what, revenge. The way they reacted to
2: that attack tells me they weren't the ones that killed the Tuscans because they're like, well, just keep riding in a straight line. Maybe he'll get bored and go away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: It's just playing for fun, yeah. One of them did kind of swerve off, but mm. Boba's still gone. Yeah, that didn't work out too. Yeah. And then it got cool because then he was getting up close and personal with the Sarlacc. And this scene like at first when he's getting in there and it's and it's dark and he's using that flashlight to see if he can find his armor down there. Yeah. That screamed alien to me. Yes. I,
2: yes, I love was, that.
0: That was really creepy. That was the first time I was
2: ever actually kind of afraid of the Sarlacc. Yeah. Yeah. Even as a little kid watching Jedi I was like it's a hole in the ground. Don't fall in it right oh <laughs> no oh no yeah
0: i didn't play the floor is lava i played the floor is oh yeah that's a that's a good game yeah just stay on the couch you'll be okay yeah unless it gets your leg and it starts pulling you down that's right true. i thought you were blind just a little higher <laughs> a little higher just a little higher <laughs> um yeah and i thought it was cool that he was trying to use his uh his um guns to blast the sarlacc and he just didn't get the angle because of the positioning of the guns on, on the slave one or the fire spray, whatever you want to call it.
2: It'll always be the slave one to me. I know. And it's not a, not a, you know,
0: spiteful thing. It's
2: just how many years have I called it that? Right.
0: And I don't know what it is about, uh, sorry. I'm just a
2: creature of habit.
0: Right. (laughs) I don't know what it is about seismic charges, but I feel like someone's just about to score a touchdown when I see those things in play. go she, go go yes use it
2: wow. how did she know how to deploy it though that that part i was like hmm, maybe it was labeled i don't know you i thought i just
1: hard. saw that it was I going too off. hard
2: it was kind of blinking so yeah maybe maybe, maybe she, the ship was like hey do this right <laughs> maybe it was
1: like the smugglers run at galaxy's edge press right. this button it's
2: <laughs> like oh i gotta press my button <laughs> I love how it kind of popped out and then rolled across
0: the hall like oh
2: come on get in there <laughs> you need me to help blow right? tilt <laughs> to the left
0: <laughs> yeah so then uh, yeah they land the ship because the, the Sarlacc is dead I guess but then I thought I read somewhere this past weekend that the Sarlacc absorbs the energy of other beings and it gets stronger oh, Yeah, wow. is that a thing
2: I I read that there was like a cut, uh, like a a side view, cut view of the Sarlacc. And I did read that, that it had absorbed the uh, the energy of the beings that it had, I guess, eaten, digested, whatever you want to call it. Weird. That is weird. I thought it died when he came out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it had that one arm kind of just laying in the sand. I thought, well, that killed it, but (laughs) clearly not.
1: I I think that arm, the more I look into it or the more I read or whatever, I think that was the one Han Solo
2: hit.
0: Oh, oh. Didn't think it was a little higher. Just a little (laughs) higher. (laughs) It's all right. I could see a lot better.
1: It's all white now.
0: (laughs) Instead of a dark blur, it's really bright. It's a big light blur. (laughs) Oh, great.
1: I was born Um, here. You're going
0: to die here, kid. Convenient. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um let's see where did i leave oh yeah boba boba goes uh spelunking isn't that the thing <laughs> oh <laughs> yes he does <laughs> spelunking oh uh-huh. goodness and and uh yeah his armor's there which i'm like dude you escaped with the armor right don't you remember that shouldn't you be like looking around it if you forgot that the jaw was got it
2: yeah you're going around it how else would you have escaped without your armor like <laughs>
0: It was also pointed out to me that, and I guess I got to double check this. I haven't fact checked it, but when he comes out of the Sarlacc, he's missing one of his knee pieces.
1: Yes. I don't know.
0: Interesting. And like I said, I haven't fact checked it, but he's missing one of the knee pieces, but then he's got it with his armor now.
1: Hmm. Unless he remade it. It it was, it was missing with Cobb Vant because Cobb Vant only had one knee piece.
2: Oh, I never realized both took a good look at that.
0: Yeah. So maybe that's it. Maybe it's Cobb Vanth that only had the one, and he's got both now.
2: Maybe the next thing he does is chases down a sandcrawler and blasts it. Yeah, finds the rest of his stuff. I need my knee (laughs) rockets. (laughs) It was also cool. Oh, go ahead. (laughs) They're going to play heavily in the Mandalorian.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Return of the Knee. Yeah. (laughs) Um, no, it was cool to see the, the the sail barge just like rotting in the desert, yes. half covered. Yes, and then when the star- seismic charge goes off, it kind of shifts and kind of falls further into the sand. And even with the Slave One kind of landing, and there's the next scene with them around the fire pit. Mm-hmm. In the background is the, the remains of the Slave One uh, sail barge, and I thought that's just an awesome shot,
2: isn't it? Like, just I I never in a million years would I ever think that i would see a shot of the slave one over the sarlacc with the sail barge in the background like yeah holy cow
0: yeah it's exciting this is probably why this episode was one of my favorites yeah yeah favorite so far definitely absolutely yeah and then so we learn again further boba fett's motivation here he's he wants to start his own house he says that both of them fennec and boba are smarter than any of the idiots they they've worked for it's time to take a shot at themselves they can make it about pr- promises to share the wealth with with fennec he offers to share his loyalty he's going to yeah. cut her into the success and pledge his life for her um she says that living with the tuscans made him soft and replies no it made me strong one can only go so far without a tribe <laughs> and then he wakes up fully healed from the sarlacc ah
2: Master Fett, you're
0: fully healed.
2: <laughs> Congratulations!
0: Congratulations!
2: Uh, that kind of hurt my heart a little bit because that told me we're all we're we're caught up. We're caught
0: up. Yeah. He could have said, "Hey, audience, Boba Fett's fully healed now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no more flashbacks. <laughs> no more
0: flashbacks. We're done. Yay! <laughs> Yay!" But yeah, we go back to the uh, sanctuary. This is one of Glenn's favorite scenes in all of Star Wars. Same. <laughs> I didn't talk about this too much on my show. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll try not to say too much here. Yeah. So I really like black K being drunk and angry and staring down the Trandosians kind of like what you said in your show. Yeah. Uh, the Trandosians bring Boba Fett, a Wookiee pelt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just there. There's that connection of this guy just hating that, that species because of what they've done to him is yep. his, his yep. people. And so he's just drinking. He's getting tr- more drunk and angrier and he's riling himself up and, there's a really cool expression from the first guy he attacks. He lifts him up and, and the eyes widen. He's like, oh, shit. I said it. <laughs> Jason cursed, everybody. Jason that's, cursed. That's your one for today. Yeah, that's my one and done. I <laughs> try to stick to Star Wars rules. If they don't say it in Star Wars, I try not to say it on the podcast.
1: Oh, I well, like that. Boba did say damn in this episode, so I guess you can say it.
0: Yep. Damn and hell are okay. Damn okay. and hell. That's right. I'll see you in hell. <laughs> Dang, Farrick. <laughs> <laughs> that's the other one blast it you can say blast it
1: and there's a like a, an f word that they use in the books but i can't think of it right now
2: yeah and i can call people scug holes <laughs> <laughs> just learned that one last week yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i'll
0: just skip over the part where um uh, <laughs> madam garza comes out because oh nobody my. cared about that scene all they cared oh. about is the wookie ripping the arm out of the socket
2: Right. I- I will say Jennifer Beals looks really good for someone our age. Right,
1: that whole cast looks really good for being twenty years so older true. than us, yeah. man.
0: So so true. Yeah, because she's what fifty eight, and uh, Ming Na Wen is fifty eight. Right? They don't look fifty eight. No, I'm no.
2: Fi- I'm fifty one, and I look seventy sometimes. I, they're doing something. They're very different than I am.
0: Yeah, they're doing. They're just eating smoothies. Right. <laughs> and we're eating every steak that gets put out in front of us yep and I, I have m's right here by the way so there you go. Those after this <laughs> but yeah um I loved it I loved him ripping the arm out of the sock because there was a moment you're like he's not gonna do it he's gonna put it down and it's like no he did it and I loved she just turned around like come on man
2: <laughs> yeah I was hoping we would see a little blood. I know there's like a uh, no blood in Star Wars, but if you look at New Hope, there was blood when Ponda Baba's arm came off. Yeah, Yeah. so I was hoping just for a little, not a ton, but, you know, something.
0: Maybe they're cold-blooded and they don't have blood. I don't know.
2: Well, that's possible. They do look like
0: reptiles. Right. Right. Hmm. And then another cool confirmation here when the Wookiee leaves, Madam Garza turns around and says, Hit it, Rex. Max. 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 How did you Ah, screw that up, Glenn? I'm thinking, oh he's
2: rewriting the show now. Rex is playing the drums. Rex from Star Tours now playing the drums. Hit it, Max.
0: There you go. Uh,
2: That was so cool. He survived. Yeah. Right. There's confirmation. Confirmation. I guess the rest of the group did not make it, or
0: they'd probably be there, right? yeah Well, they're in the special edition, there is one Biff. Oh, so he made it. So that might be him. Yeah, probably. I point That's up cool. there. There's no one up there. All my bits are over there. <laughs> well, I hey, love that remember- there's the possibility of a bit section in your room. There's not a section. That's all the power <laughs> of the force stuff right there. Oh, I gotcha.
1: And they play jizz.
0: But they're over so, oh, good. Just remember <laughs> I that wasn't going to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> Out <Those> of whalers. <laughs> everything right. you can name it. Right. You call it Raz instead of Jazz. Uh, uh, <laughs> You could call it Maz, you could call it Naz, you can call it Kaz, you could call it Baz. I mean, uh, anyways.
2: Yep, that's what you called it, huh? Okay. Move along,
0: move along. Move along. So yeah, Boba Fett goes outside and he hires Black K to be on his side. Nice. Which I'm like, that probably could have happened in the last episode. But
1: then we wanted to see Jennifer Beale in that really nice dress.
0: That was a nice dress. Yeah, this all has to come together somehow. Yeah. I think she's going to end
2: up being a pretty decent ally for him. Yeah. At least I hope. I think she could be cool.
0: She's got a couple aces up her sleeve that we haven't seen yet. Those she's got sleeves on? <laughs> I was speaking metaphorically. Oh, sorry. I didn't cuss, at least. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> <No>. cuss. <laughs> oh, Did you notice she's a Twilight? Glenn? <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs>
2: she has these two things hanging. Off her head.
1: Oh, totally missed that. Do you
0: Remember Hera? Yeah, (laughs) there you go. Oh, same species. Okay.
1: Let's get it back to Hera. Good old wholesome Hera.
2: Can I bring something up? I don't want to run your show long, but why do all the other Twi'leks that we've seen so far look just hot? Even the guy, I was like, oh man, I wouldn't mind looking like that guy. But then we've got (laughs) Bib Fortuna. What happened?
0: Oh, not just that. There's the number two in the Senate.
2: Oh, was it Masamita?
0: Yeah, no, not him. There's um, another one, and it was episode one. Yeah, we. Uh, I don't remember his name, but oh you're yeah, right. yeah, you're right, you're right. No. There's another Hot one mess. that's kind of bloated.
1: Yeah, he was on whatever <laughs> planet the, they're from.
2: Yeah, just gross. Yeah, I'm looking it up real quick. twilex Oh, this that's, is not going to be helpful. Crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Totally, totally fine, but I, yeah, I don't know what happened to Bib Fortuna. Like his teeth are all filed down. Like, did he see time in prison? He might happened? have
0: done that just to be more intimidating.
2: Yeah. It didn't I never took him seriously as a, you know, I never thought he was a threat to anyone really. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I guess when when uh, Luke uses the Jedi mind trick on him he's just like that guy's not. And he's, he's weak-minded.
2: Yeah. He's nothing special. Exactly, yeah. So when uh, earlier in the episode Boba Fett says he's going to get the fat something I forget what he says, something that double crosses him, is he talking about Bib Fortuna? I would assume so. Yeah, because it's in the same context.
0: He's still alive at that point,
2: so we need to see what happened there. There's got to be some kind of flashback because how did he double cross him? I don't know what he's talking about.
0: Um, I wonder if it's I wonder if it's some situation where like they hired him to say protect us from this guy that might come, and he didn't realize it was a a freaking Jedi. Maybe.
2: Yeah. Because his,
0: I mean, his dad lost his life to a Jedi.
2: We need this isn't my joke this is my friend Andy's joke but he says that we need to get into the back to bed and go back to the
0: future <laughs> well we're there we're done we're there we're there yeah we're there
2: i I thought that was pretty pretty funny
0: but then the last scene here is uh in the throne room with all the Jabba's lieutenants they're brought together mm. this just played like Don Cor- Corleone from The Godfather. Even Tamora Morrison made like a, a, a hand gesture at one point where he kind of moves his fingers against his jaw. Was, yeah. Fennec was in, in focus, but, and he was kind of, you see the back, but you see the back of Tamora, but he's just kind of making that gesture, like I said. So it was just like yeah. right from The Godfather.
2: Huh. That was really cool.
0: I loved it. Uh, and then the Pikes are taking money from Java's... Em- what? Nothing. Oh, I'm hearing things now. The that Pikes Shannon took...
1: bringing you that Coke? I owe you.
2: No.
0: <laughs> now you can talk. Jinx yeah. is over. Okay. <laughs> it's been a long episode. Now the the Pikes are taking money from Java's Empire. They kind of question him, why shouldn't we just kill you and take everything? And then the raincore makes itself known, which is pretty cool.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. That was awesome.
1: And yeah, Boba's like he's hungry. He's hungry.
0: <laughs> Everyone's rattled by that and Boba just basically asks him not to take a sigh, just let this play out. Don't sigh with the pikes and double cross me. And they all agree to this, and they take, they take drinks, but I'm like, I don't trust them. Nope, Especially that one. last one. Mm-mm. The dog-looking guy. What, yeah, what is then, that? That's the same species as Barata. I think that's
2: a... Um, is that a Clatoonian? Mm-hmm. I so, I don't remember. I don't remember. No, because Kletu was a Klotunian. Uh Nikto was a... Nikto, I don't know what Barada was, but I know and, that's not his species.
0: And then finally, Fennec and Boba are at the top of the palace, and they're talking about hiring some guns, some some muscle. Muscle. And we hear the Mandalorian theme kind of whistling Da-dum. in the background. Oh. And it's like, <laughs> yes, he's coming. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: felt like Will Ferrell when they said Santa was coming. Santa I know
0: him. (laughs) (laughs) Danger, (laughs) Not easy to yell that, I guess.
2: (laughs) So, do you think we see him next episode? Yeah, yeah, right away.
1: There's a rumor that somebody somebody said something about, oh, we'll get to see his new ship next episode. We're like, no shit, thanks.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he's riding a (laughs) bantha.
0: <laughs> took you so long dude, it's like a banter, <laughs> a banter. yeah it's gonna be good
1: oh dude I, I, I've i been thinking I've been racking my brain over that one sentence so hard but it's like alright is is Fett gonna go to Mandalore are we gonna see that the whole I'm not a Mandalorian and all this are we gonna see that play out in this episode or in this series uh, I don't know are we gonna see the freaking if he goes to Mandalore, that's going to be a mind melt for me. I'm going to, they just made the episode for me, you know, the whole season, if they go to Mandalore, because then you got, who are they going to see? You know, I'm like, mm. you know, you got Clan we're in, are they going to see, you know, are you going to see Sabine in the background or, or you know, hell <laughs> episode six, Dave Filoni is rumored to have written and yeah. directed. Does that mean Ahsoka shows up because you know how he is about Ahsoka
2: That's true. No one else has written Ahsoka.
1: Yeah. So, you know, my mind's just going a mile a minute on this crap that I'm, you know, because he's not going to just bring uh, Din Djarin back. He's got to get a whole crew because him, you know, two Mandos and a a sharpshooter can't fight the pikes.
2: So the next episode is directed by Bryce Dallas Howard. And she directed the episode of the Mandalorian season two that introduced us to Bo-Katan. So I wonder if we see any of that but that that would be bad blood again i think that's problematic
1: right i just i i hope what they don't do in this is they fast forward season three of the mandalorian where we're expecting to see the whole dark saber thing play play out where they don't just cram it into these three episodes and then season three opens up and it's a bokeh bokeh bash the bokeh tan show
0: right yeah
2: this has been so slow paced for these four episodes I don't think we're going to see a ton of anything, any one thing. I think it's going to be a slow burn for the rest of the three. Like it'll be action packed, but I don't think we're going to get a ton other than resolving
0: this major issue on Masaisley or Masespa. Okay, we'll talk about that rumor you shared with me today, Glenn. Oh, Tamora Morrison said that he loved to work. Oh with-
1: yeah, somebody had posted that they were in an interview somebody that somebody had asked Tamora morrison about hunting a specific creature yes and he goes yes i'd love to work with the ewoks again ewoks
2: that's right he said that
1: and whatever her name is uh finnick stops him like dead sentence yeah like don't say that
2: what happened
1: yes when the hell How was boba they- fett around the ewoks
0: He's just I mean, as bad as tom holland apparently we really <laughs>
1: He doesn't he doesn't care. He's just but out let, there having fun.
0: We need bustle. Let's go to Endor.
2: Right. I don't know that I would think that. Why the hell would you bring a furry animal to the desert though? But hell. <laughs> That's gonna stink. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. Why?
1: I mean, you never know. What what if they were go? Then would they go get well? No, they want to get Wookiees because big black K is banned from Kashyyyk.
2: Yeah. So he's there. Holy
1: crap. You know I... what? there's uh, maybe, so many ways this thing can go
2: yeah i don't know endor doesn't i can't make it make sense in my head but he did say that he did say ewoks yeah maybe he meant jawas i don't know i don't know how you would confuse those two right oh, he's pretty old <laughs> he is like <laughs> 60. how old is tamora he's i don't in know his 60s he's 60 yeah uh, he's 60 early
1: 60s like 60 61
2: i hope i look even close to that good <laughs> when I'm 61.
1: I hope I have the balls to go on a national television show shirtless <laughs> when I'm 61.
2: Yeah he looks good for 61. Yeah not last not this episode episode three or chapter three he was in his panties that yeah. was
1: <laughs> did anybody notice when he when he's getting squeezed by big K that his big toe was like at a 90 degree angle
2: yes how I saw that and I was like oh he's what's struggling going on for there air.
0: I don't know. <laughs> what did you say, Jason? I lost He's struggling that. for air. So it's yeah. just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's next episode so should be great.
2: Um I think the next three, they're gonna, it's gonna be boom. Boom boom yeah. boom. Ming uh yeah, Ming Na when was in uh I think it was the Hollywood Reporter or or Collider, one of them being interviewed and she said that the last few episodes of this are going to change all the haters perceptions like you know all the people are like oh they make boba fett weak or whatever uh she said it's gonna it's gonna turn them around there'll be fans yeah. awesome so i think we're gonna see some really cool stuff
1: i hope so i mean that, that last episode swung me around because it was yeah. it was just dragging too much
2: yeah it was real slow
1: but i like i keep saying i had to keep reminding myself this is Disney. This is what they did with Marvel. This is what they're going to do with Star Wars from now yeah. on, so just get
2: used to it. And I think everything we saw there was a reason behind it. It wasn't it wasn't fluff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then finally uh Sophie Thatcher who plays Drash, which is the uh the female mod, the one that kind of goes toe to toe with Boba Fett. She was talking about her character and uh, she was saying that she's not sure how much she can stay. you can assume my character might be in more stuff Yeah, I don't disappear. I don't even know if I can if I'm allowed to say that so she kind of hinted that she's that's not the end of her character we're going to see more of her. Okay, yeah, which we kind of figured she's going to be part of that army that they they make yeah. to defeat the pikes.
1: Well, I have a feeling a lot of this is going to roll over in the epi- uh, season three of Mandalorian. So? Yeah.
0: Yeah, they're creating like a shared Marvel Universe except on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm for it. But <laughs> I want my movies. Bring back the Star Wars movies. It's a cinematic. I don't I know that we're going to see another Star
2: Wars movie. I can't I We can't have think to. Of, what would it be?
0: Well, the other issue is that it's so cinematic it's really difficult to different, differentiate what belongs on screen and what belongs on small screen.
2: Yeah. Because yeah.
0: they all work. Like, you could put the first episode of the Mandalorian on a big screen. It'd be like, yeah, that that belongs there
2: mm-hmm. or tie like a, you know, two, three episodes together. You, I mean, honestly, you, you lump them together three at a time. You've got a nice trilogy. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Yeah. I think uh, Obi-Wan will be interesting because that was rumored to be a trilogy at one point and they moved that, to, uh, right to TV. And if you look at six episodes, one hour each, you know, that's basically half a movie. Yeah. Right? are you episode. worried
2: about obi-wan at all
0: no mm-hmm. actually i was thinking about it today deborah chow is such a good director in the mandalorian yeah. she might even enhance hidden Christensen and make people love him as darth vader even more
2: i really hope so i hope so he deserves it yeah i think, I think. was it
1: was it you ted that said you think calcium going to be the one that's going to throw I... us
2: all away I think Andor is going to be the runaway because no one really knows what to expect. I'm afraid that. So book of Boba Fett, everyone wanted to see this. So there's no way it could live up to the expectations. Obi-Wan, same thing. Everyone wants to see this. I'm afraid it's going to suffer the same. Um, Not that it won't be good, but I think it'll still disappoint some people and or nobody, they either don't care, don't know who it is, or they have zero expectations. So whatever we get, it's going to be amazing. And I think that regardless of expectations, it's going to be good, you know. Anyway,
0: I think yeah. it's going to be hot. It's just weird that they named the character Andor, which is so close to Endor. I know <laughs> <laughs> that's the show about the Ewoks, Endor. There it is. And Boba Fett shows up.
1: Dude, you never know, man. He might show up.
0: <laughs> but yeah. Anything else? What are you? Or- episode. Yeah. Huh? It was a great
2: episode. Yes,
1: it was. Who who are you expecting? What are What is going to be an oh crap moment for you?
2: This in the is next... going to be. Let me see if I can get this right. If you guys can see it. This is what I'm looking for right here. Cad He's Bane. holding up Cad Bane. Cad
1: Bane. I really think they're bringing Cad Bane back. I think they.
2: He... I don't know. I, well,
1: I, I think they. if we weren't done with
2: the flashbacks, I'd, I'd be hopeful. But now if we are really done with the flashbacks, I don't I don't know that they introduce him here in like the last two or three episodes. I think that's going to take more time.
0: Well, this would be the perfect opportunity for Boba Fett to start hiring like like he's doing, his muscle. Yeah. And bring in Bosk, which would be interesting because yes. of, of what Black K just did. Right. that would, Those two would not be getting along.
2: I know, but that would be a fun dynamic. Yeah, it would. it would. Yeah, they make a team out of people that really can't stand each other. I'm okay with that.
0: It'd be cool if they brought back Dengar. Yeah, all those vintage bounty hunters. I would except- love
2: to see more Forlom and Zuckuss, or more. You got what eight seconds of them on screen? I yeah. would love to see what they're all about. Just put mm-hmm. voices to the faces, honestly.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: There's so he's much so they funny. could do.
1: Yeah, I, I have a feeling he's going to be bringing home a, a shit ton of Mandos to Tatooine. <laughs> that would be cool.
0: Yeah, I'm backing off of my whole. uh crimson dawn thing because every like i said every time they use the sound it's related to the pikes from solo star wars story so i don't oh, yeah. think it has anything to do with kira
2: that would now, be cool though that yeah would be good to see now
1: do you think there's any way that they could be working for crimson dawn or be working with crimson dawn or doing their dirty work
0: uh so the pikes lost out at some point and now they are part of crimson dawn yes is that what you're thinking
1: yes
2: or Maybe. yeah Something to that effect.
0: Maybe. That would be cool if they brought in Black Sun then as the counter.
2: Were the Pikes part of the the, the Shadow Collective, Darth Maul's conglomerate?
0: No. No? They were against uh, uh, Crimson Dawn. Oh, okay. Pikes, Pikes were on uh, Kessel. And that was the whole thing. They couldn't really go on Kessel because um, I was getting late on a Sunday night. Um, Paul Bettany's character. <laughs> yes. He didn't want to start a war with the Pikes. So right. that's why he was hesitant of sending anyone from Crimson Dawn to Kessel. That's right. Good pull. Hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, we know. Say Trandosians.
1: Trandosians. <laughs> Trandosians. Trandosians.
0: There it is. There you go. You got it.
1: Play it, Max. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Actually, it's hit it Max. hit it, Max. Hit it, Max. Hit it, Rex. Hit it. <laughs> I,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> Hit it, blue elephant guy. With the round (laughs) piano. Get it, get it. (laughs) All right, we need to wrap this up. (laughs) Jason's getting
2: tired. All right. Ted, tell people where they can find you. You can find me pretty much anywhere at The Force, of course. Your bite-sized Star Wars podcast. Thank you guys for that little tagline. Yes, sir. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs)
0: Thank you for listening to the Smugglers Galaxy podcast. If you could, please leave a like and review anywhere you listen to the show. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube where you can see our purdy faces. You'll see Ted this week as well. Oh, Thank you to uh, Afonso Riviera for the Smugglers Galaxy logo. Thank you to Levi Waterhouse for the music. Be a positive force in the collecting community. This is the way. This is the way.
2: Play with your toys. <laughs> he did that thing he does. <laughs> I was hoping he'd say that. I thought I'm like I wanted to let me say this is the way and I was like oh no I don't want to